welcome to the Joys of Marketing podcast. We are your hosts, Becky and Lindsay, founders and directors of Coaching by Zebra. We are super passionate about helping business owners just like you to make your ambitions a reality through the perfect balance of mindset and marketing. Are you ready to have fun, build a business that thrives and step into the role of CEO? We're here to help you get there. We hope you enjoy listening. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Joys of Marketing. So today we're going to unpick a few 2024 predicted marketing trends with a focus on social media marketing for this podcast because this really does remain um, remain a topic that we get asked out a lot. Um, probably the topic we get asked about the most really is social media and what's going on with it, what should I be doing? Um, and hey, we know as well as anyone how quickly social media evolves and there will be things that come up throughout the year that don't even exist right now. So we obviously cannot tell you what exactly will be going on in the world of social media in October, for example, because who knows, quite frankly. Um, but this episode should set you in good stead to have an idea of what to bear in mind for your social channels over the coming months. Um, so let's dive right into them because there's quite a lot to go through. Um, what's, I think, let's kick off with what's one of the main trends that you think is going to be huge this year, Linz? I know that's a big question. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as we know, things are rapid pace, as you said, but I think um, covering the trends in January and just what kind of our predictions as well as what's aligning with what everyone else is saying is really important. So yeah, I think one thing that is, you know, for sure still becoming more and more popular is this conversational commerce. So what we mean by this is online, but with things that are much more personal and interactive when it comes to conversations between brands and their customers. So this refers to things like messaging apps or you know how those chat bots um pop up when you're on a website or whatever even like social media direct messages becoming just really your new storefront so much more of your customer interactions happening there and it's certainly a trend in digital marketing that uses that kind of real-time two-way communication to speak to your customers and that's also what customers are becoming to expect. Um, it's how we communicate in our day-to-day -day lives. It's how we talk with friends. It's how we talk with family. And so we're coming to expect it from the places we shop from too, or the shop, the places we browse. And, you know, um, these, these channels, customers are seeking more additional information on products. They want to know, you know, whether they can track existing orders. They might just want, um, you know, a, a really quick question answered, but, they're doing all of this before committing to the purchase. And sometimes these bots and chats will also send things like direct payment links, order links. So they're just shortening the customer journey as a whole, really. So I think with this trend, it's thinking of ways you can implement this into your business of just shortening the customer journey and thinking of it like as if you were going to speak to an assistant in store real time but you're doing that basically online. So, you know, how you might go up and ask for advice, would you have this over this for this reason and whatever. So it means that people, you know, are having that real one-to-one -one connection with you. Even if it's through a chat bot, they're still enjoying it. And that's a consumer behavior. And, you know, as we always say, people love that kind of interaction and that feeling of 
dealing with a so-called human or a human-like function um when they're when they're online as well yeah it's so um when you think how far these kind of things have come over the years even in recent years it's just mad that you know we can talk online to shops now as though we are popping up to an assistant in a store to ask a question um I've had experiences recently with some businesses I've purchased from um I've recently dealt with Wayfair, Debenhams and just last night Amazon um via these online channels via chatbot via Facebook messages and I think one thing to remember, and you've probably noticed if you've had these experiences as well, is that it's not always that easy for companies to get these things really slick and making it feel seamless as though it is equally as easy as popping up to someone in store does take some effort, but it really does make brands so accessible in this modern day. And that is what you know, is always encouraged to be as accessible as possible to people because, as Lynn said, it's shortening that customer journey and appealing to the different ways that people want to shop these days. If they've got a really quick question, make it as quick as possible for them to be able to ask it is, I guess, basically what all of these functions are trying to do. Um, and, yeah, they can be quite... Um, quite a lot of effort and investment to actually get really good but they are something that's definitely you know took off in recent years and is expected to continue to do so yeah but I think we also need to talk about um trends with content as well because this is again something that we get asked a lot what type of content should I be creating what do people want to see from me does anyone want to see this and some of you will love to hear this and others will not love to hear this so much. Um, but video is not going anywhere in 2024. And I'm sure whether you are big fans of video or not, it probably won't come as a surprise to you. So short form video was the phrase of 2023. It was something we all had to adopt to a whole new level. Um, you know, it, it kicked off big time in recent years. Last year, it was huge. We all had to up leveling it. We all had to upskilling it. We all had to, you know, really take time to adopt that whole new level of short form content. And that was because people don't have that long of an attention span, really. As we say all the time, when people land on your social media, for example, you have something like eight seconds to capture their attention. I can't remember the exact number, but Reels, TikToks, they all took off videos between 10 and 60 seconds will remain popular. They are snappy, they're scrollable, they're, you know, eye-catching. But 2024, we believe, is going to be a whole new era for long-form content once again. Now, we know that that might sound contradictory to six months ago. Hello, the world of social media. But so true. <laughs> so, so true. Um, but this is because content has more demand than ever now for being meaningful. And for having a bit of depth to it, people don't just want that kind of surface level interaction anymore. Yeah, and I think it again, it will all it will all very much depend on your ideal client and how they consume, but and where they consume. So this long form content that we're predicting um, isn't something that just we've made up. It's you know we're listening to what's going on on the social media accounts we manage, what we know from some of the you know 
biggest industry leaders they're talking about but it just means that you know this longer form content is going to come in and give the attention span yeah give basically consumers that attention span of longer content that they can learn from and a couple of years ago it was interesting you know for us as marketeers to try and guess you know what is youtube going to do because how are they going to compete with this rise of video content on platforms such as instagram you know facebook tiktok you know facebook with their reels you know instagram with their reels tiktok with this fast fast content with content going out multiple times a day but it's seriously met the challenge like more and more people from different generations including a much younger audience are watching youtube on all sorts of things they're watching short documentaries they're upskilling they're learning they're taking part in activities like online classing classes and they're they're simply using YouTube as well to be entertained. Um, and TikTok and Instagram, you know, they're not keen to miss out either. Um, you know, everyone wants a bit of the consumer's pie. So what we're saying here is don't be afraid to try some longer videos again. Whilst we know you've got to captivate them, so your opening of whatever video length you've got has got to be captivating, longer videos is going to have a place. So whether that be you know, taster sessions or longer days of in the life of, or maybe you do like a full on interview with one of your team or one of your customers, or you do, I don't know, like a full tour of your business or the way production works or whatever. Longer form is always great for storytelling and tapping into the curiosity of your follower. And so that's why we're saying have a play around and you've probably seen it, you know, this part one, part two thing where you're, you're ending it with people wanting to come back for that part two. So just don't be afraid to have a play with some of this longer form content, as long as you've got that amazing hook within the first few seconds that captivates people. Yeah, I think as well, you can, you can definitely, it's just, you know, use your platforms to direct between your different places as well. You could make a 30 second snippet of your YouTube video and you direct people to YouTube to watch the full 15 minute demonstration you're doing or whatever. And that's why I think separating that content works really well as well, because people aren't always going to want that long form content. People aren't always going to want that short form content. Um, If we think about a snappy post um, focusing on the key features of your product, people don't need your life story in that particular post. We always say examples like imagine going up to a shop assistant in the supermarket to ask where the pizzas are and they launch into a big speech about the history of the store, its mission statement and where the pizzas are sourced from before they tell you they're in aisle number five. So you might want to see the story of that store. You might want that information about those pizzas. You might want to know what that shop's values are but not always in those same interactions. So there is a place for both. Um, We're just saying go for long form content this year. It is expected to be something that's, that proves popular. So, and let's quickly also say as well, um, just for 2024, we are expecting the usual suspects to still be the main platforms. Instagram and Facebook are continually the two most popular platforms um x is obviously there for certain industries but not for all industries linkedin again for certain industries can be brilliant um pinterest while not strictly social media does have a place for some businesses as well um threads hasn't really taken off as instagram would have hoped it would appear but it will be really interesting to see what they 
do about that later this year because we're sure that they won't want it to fail after all the investment that went into it yeah it's it's interesting isn't it you know they're going to be doing something for sure to make sure they reinvent it or they switch up its approach or whatever but you know um i'm sure you're all seeing the snippets and suggestions they're adding into our insta feeds um but you know what it it doesn't even as social media managers it hasn't captivated us even you know it's not something we've jumped on we explored it at the start and we just thought gosh that's another energy leak for us we're not going to put our time into it so i think you know they're going to have to do something um pretty different to make that kind of reinvent itself um but something that's also going to be super important is kind of like super quick fleeting content. So stuff that doesn't last very long. So now you're probably thinking, gosh, you're really contradicting yourself. You just said long form. <laughs> but this is where things differentiate when you're on the platform as well. So whilst your long form content would end up being a grid post or it would be uploaded as a full piece of video onto Facebook um, or it would be uploaded as a full piece of video onto YouTube or LinkedIn, wherever, this fleeting, really short content is for things like Instagram stories. And we're here to say that in 2024, Instagram stories is going to be a main, main thing. They're so great for loads of things, including reaching your current audience, but new audiences. They're so, so important for brand awareness and being memorable, just popping into people's minds so often and so frequently, but also amazing at showing that true authenticity of your business and teasing things like products and services and you know finding lovely ways to encourage engagement and getting people to you know actually share back with you rather than you just putting content out you know they are so interactive and you know for influencers in particular they're great for ad posts so instagram stories are huge so make sure you give some time to those and you know this time sensitive content is brilliant for a promotion. Um, it shows people, you know, what you have available on a particular day. So imagine you're a local bakery. It could be like, you know, we've got four of our chocolate brownie boxes left for the day. They're going to be gone. Make sure you grab them quickly or, you know, things that pr prompt people back to things. So it might be that you don't have time or, you know, you don't have the content that, that you want to put out onto your grids often. Um, but, you know, if you're doing some good posts, but lots of stories, you're still going to win on Instagram. So, you know, think about how you can up your Instagram stories ante really. Um, but yeah, obviously Instagram stories go very quickly. So that's when you can really show snippets and, and kind of let people delve in a little bit deeper, I think. Yeah, we always say try and make your Instagram stories feel a bit more of a fun place, don't we? You know, the pressure's not really on them you know take a bit of the pressure off yourself because you haven't got a caption right on them you can just show a quick snippet you haven't got to delve into the quality of the photo you're taking necessarily so much on on a story and it's really great for just you know like Lynn said showing that behind the scenes type side of the business or things that you don't necessarily need all over your grid um because it'll be out of date quite quickly but also on Instagram collaboration posts are increasing massively in popularity as well and we'd really recommend exploring this right now they're not brand new but they're definitely on the increase so if you can get in now you'll be kind of at the at the forefront at the start of that trend really really taking off but they do offer so many benefits for individuals businesses and influencers and that includes things like when you collaborate with another user, 
you are tapping into their audience, you're increasing your exposure. It allows you to reach audiences that you might that might not have discovered your content otherwise, perhaps from a different demographic or niche. And it really does bring a bit of diversity to your content as well. Um, you know, two minds are often better than one when it comes to, you know, creativity over things. And collaborating with someone can really spark that creativity as well. Um, we know it can be a struggle to come up with brand new things all the time for your content. Um, we know that creative block can be a thing, but actually just bouncing ideas around for a post collaborating with someone can then maybe spark off a load more ideas for your next five posts as well. It can really help with that kind of creativity and inspiration. It also really fosters a sense of community and trust. Because not only do you gain trust from your collaborators audience, because their following will see that you're someone that they want to work with, your own audience who already follow you and are building trust with you will actually see as well that other people want to work with you as well and other people want to collaborate with you. And that's, you know, obviously a really big boost. Um collaborations can be really cost effective for businesses as well um one of the main ways on social media is of course to use ads and ad spend to reach new audiences but if you've got a mutual you know someone to collaborate with who you can do a joint post with you can actually tap into their audience without necessarily investing in ad spend depending obviously on what the agreement is between yourself and the collaborator but one thing we do want to say is just remember to choose collaborators whose values align with yours or it won't have any of those benefits that we've just gone through basically if you collaborate with someone that's not in sync with your business it definitely won't have all of those benefits you want to collaborate with people who are so on your wavelength and who your audience respect and who you know be someone that their audience is in tune with a little bit as well because that's how to really maximize the effectiveness and engagement that you'll get from this kind of activity and collaboration reels are huge right now as well yeah I mean that is something that is not new but is mm -hmm. almost on steroids it's going wild so it's something you should be exploring and having to think about um how that can that can work um but you know talking of collaborations the final the final trend is absolutely to be looking at ways that if you're if it's right for your business is working with influencers because influencers again are not new but they're certainly dominating a lot of you know um the way brands promote products and services the way brands get in front of new business um and the way influencers are going to work going forward in 2024 is for is mainly creating this long-term genuine and beneficial influencer partnership so not this real quick oh can such and such promote my product for a month and that's it or can you do a one-time post about my product and see you later shoppers are now not going to be sold by that short-term partnership they are not going to believe that some influencer truly uses that product or truly gets the benefit or their problem solved from that product just in one random advert post that is not authentic that's not going to attract the consumer so if you are going to use influencer marketing which you absolutely should be um is 
you know, choosing those influencers to partner with who you know are going to have a genuine interest in your product or service. And they are going to use it to solve their problem or in their day-to-day lives or you're going to use it authentically. And a good place to start is to look into existing customers. You know, if you're looking into the world of influencers, think about really good customers of yours. Do you already know someone with a good following that's already a customer? Or do you know a customer that already does a lot of influencer marketing offline that could maybe bring it online? Um, But it's really a good way of looking into an existing customer base where you know that someone is going to truly, truly believe in your product. Absolutely. Shoppers are so savvy these days. I mean, think of yourself as a shopper. We're sure you're not fooled by non-genuine influencers and influencer partnerships when done right can last years. When we say long-term, we're talking they can last years. I mean, some that I follow, they might not be pages that that you know. Um, They might be pages that you know, but if you think of Mrs. Hinch and her Lenore partnerships, her iconic makeup partnerships, or Emily Clarkson with Simprove, Danae Mercer and Women's Best Clothing. Um, again, you know, these might be people that you don't follow. They're people that I follow that, you know, came to mind as quick examples. But these relationships with these brands have lasted for years and we're sure they have been incredibly beneficial for everybody involved <laughs> in those partnerships. <laughs> but remember as well, when we say a good following, we don't just mean the follower numbers. We mean how much influence the person has over their audience, which is an entirely different measure to simply the follower number. Yeah, different different measure, different topic really for a whole nother day. You know, we can do a whole podcast or two on influences but it's you know not not being fooled by the followers it's been being you know um intuitive about how their engagement is how loyal and trustworthy their followers are too whether that collaboration is going to make sense with you and that influencer and that influencer's audience so it also almost becomes a three-way partnership um but yeah, I mean, there's so much food for thought in this podcast for 2024 when it comes to social media marketing. Um, yeah, I mean, as you know, social media is so fast paced um, and our brains are always overthinking and looking at things and thinking, how can we implement that for ourselves and for our lovely clients and the people we work with? But we just really hope you found this helpful for yourselves and that maybe it's, you know, sparked some imagination for your content or for your social media planning over the next few months but um talking of planning if you're listening to this episode before this happens we want to talk to you about a very exciting in-person day we've got coming up so this in-person day is here in Shropshire where we're based um and so this is happening in Shrewsbury on Wednesday the 28th of February so if you have been inspired by this podcast and you really want to apply some of these trends to your marketing for 2024 and you also want to get a real focus for your business for 2024 and kind of sit down and take time out of your day-to-day business life to really focus on making a plan, formulating um, a way of selling to and attracting more of your core audience then this is absolutely the day for you so we're going to put it in um, the information we'll share it on our socials very regularly but if you think this is for you it's Wednesday the 28th of Feb the day kicks off at 10am um, at Shropshire Wildlife T- Trust in Shrewsbury so yeah 
that you can action all these 2024 marketing trends and we'll be touching on a few others as well um but yeah as always if you can't make that day or you want some help in advance of that or after this that event you know you can reach out to us on social media if you're stuck or you want to you know implement stuff and get going on it quickly but um yeah we hope 2024 marketing trends are going to be benefit to you and your business so we'll catch you next time for another episode but thanks for joining us bye bye